you have shown your faith in action. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. My brothers and sisters, in the midst of this steel city of Sheffield, we gather to celebrate a country harvest. Uh, I always find it deeply amusing, actually, to celebrate the harvest in the midst of the city. But it is actually really important for us to give thanks for the bounty that each and every one of us have received. I remember being in some very, very remote and rural uh, locations uh, over my life where I've celebrated the harvest. And it's been an incredible occasion there when farmers come together and people give thanks for the gift, actually, of the precarious life that we all benefit from and the goodness that God uh, gives to his people. Yet it is important for us to gather and still do this, even in the midst of a city. We mightn't have gone this week out into the fields uh, to gather our food. We might have gone to Tesco or to Aldi instead, uh, or to Waitrose, uh, if, uh, if you're that way inclined. I did see uh, somewhere the other day that uh, the Waitrose Essential range now has artichoke hearts in it, uh, just in case anybody uh, really desperately uh, needs them. But what is essential for us, my brothers and sisters, uh, to live. You see, in the world today, and we see it on our screens at the moment, there are people who go hungry and go wanting. It is important then that we respond not only in thanksgiving to God for the gifts that he has given to us, but also in practical help towards those who need our help in the world today. And it's good to see uh, that people have already left uh, some offerings here, uh, which will go to the Cathedral Archer Project. Uh, so if you if you are heading out after Mass uh, to the shops, uh, it might be one of the days when it's acceptable to go to the shops on a Sunday, uh, then bring something back and put it here in order to go this week uh, to down to the cathedral. Although not many of us arrived here today from the harvest fields, let us thank God for what has been provided for us to sustain our well-being. Jesus, though, tells us that man does not live on bread alone, but rather on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And I want us to see each and every Sunday or each and every Mass that we come to as being a feast, a great banquet. When we come here to the Lord's table, the Lord feeds us with his words and with his sacrament. And I want to speak to us today on why Christians give. It is true that Christians today are the largest provider of relief to the poor and to the needy in the world, the largest provider of health care and education in this world of ours. A recent report gave a conservative estimate on the social capital that Christians give in this country, and it ran into tens of billions of pounds if quantified in that way. The Christian-inspired food banks of this country offer help to all those in need. In our own parish, individuals have been supported financially, and the nursing project alone records hundreds of interventions in just one quarter. I'm yet to see, my brothers and sisters, an atheist soup kitchen. I don't know about you, have you seen an atheist soup kitchen? But why do Christians give you see, I, I jest a little when I say that I haven't seen any atheist soup kitchens. I haven't. But I do know that there are many good people who maybe don't have faith, who want to give to those who are less needy than them, who want to support uh, the poor as we do. 
But I want to be a little controversial here today and to say that actually our first motive in giving should not be to help. Our first motive in giving should not be to help, although that is the most obvious outcome. In our reading from Isaiah, the Lord speaks to the Persian king Cyrus the Great, who will eventually be responsible for the rebuilding of the temple. And the Lord says this when describing himself, apart from me, there is nothing. Apart from me, there is nothing. As Christians, our lives are given to each and every one of us in order to glorify God with everything that we do. That's why right Christian belief isn't called right Christian belief. It's called orthodoxy. It means the right glorifying of God. And we might think when we're at Mass, well, we need to worship God in the right way. But actually how we're called to worship God in the right way is by everything that we do each and every day. The way we walk out of this street, out of this church along the street, should be inspired by our faith. Everything that we do should come from him and should be to glorify God. Everything that we have in this life is from God. Apart from him, there is nothing. And therefore, as Christians, our prime motive to give is because we have first received. We have received from God. And therefore, out of that generosity, out of that bounty, we should give to God. When we start to see our lives as being a gift, you can't help but want to share that with others. You know, if you're given a, a lavish meal, you want to share that with others. You don't want to go home and just reheat it in a microwave, do you? You want to share that with other people. You want to invite people to the banquet. If we see our lives as pure gift, then we want to share everything about it with those around us. God gives us everything. Without him, there is nothing. Therefore, as Christians, we give because we have first received God gives to his people, and from them should flow forth good things. We've got a lovely letter from St. Paul uh, as our second reading today from uh, 1 Thessalonians. And it's a great letter because St. Paul isn't complaining. and He isn't uh, chastising one of the churches that he writes to. Paul is very consistent. You know, he's either telling people off or when they've done something good, he's celebrating everything about them. And when he writes to the Thessalonians today, it's a beautiful passage because he's lavishing praise on them and he's thanking God. Why is he thanking God for them? Because in this passage, Paul says that they show and demonstrate their faith, not in words, but in actions. Faith in action is what Paul talks about here. And what is the cause for their faith in action? Because they know that God loves them and that they have been chosen by God. He doesn't say you've done loads of amazing things. He just says you're putting your faith into action. To have faith is to know that one is loved by God. To show faith in action then is to show that love and that confidence to others around us. When we give, my brothers and sisters, it demonstrates faith 
the opposite of faith uh, in, in this life of action is to hoard everything to ourselves. But to demonstrate faith is beautifully expressed by giving. To give away food or money demonstrates that these things were first given to us by a good God. In the gospel today, Jesus is almost tripped up by the Pharisees who have come to test him. They ask whether they should pay taxes to a pagan king or not. Jesus knows, of course, that the image that they carry around in their pockets is not the image and likeness of God which is inbuilt in them, though disfigured, but actually the image of the world of Caesar. And Jesus reminds them to render unto Caesar what is his and unto God what is his. He can see through their hypocrisy and lies and that their lives do not give glory to God, but rather are worldly. The world is a generous gift of God to each and every one of us. But do we live in a right relationship with it, my brothers and sisters? To counteract the effects of this world, let us place our treasure where we wish our hearts to be. Let us be generous in our response to God. The harvest is our parish time when we consider our giving to the life of this parish. And I'll speak in the notices a little bit about uh, this teaching sheet, which is for people uh, to consider. It doesn't matter what the amount is that somebody gives to the life of our common community, but rather that after prayer and conscience that they give from the bounty that the Lord has given to them. Let us pray then, my brothers and sisters, that we may faithfully live out our vocation as the church did at Thessalonica. And may we give primarily because God has given to us first. Amen.